Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome. It's time for your Daily Strength to Shine. For those following along with the Faith vs. Weight program, Daily Strength to Shine Action Guide, this corresponds with Week 2, Day 1, opening with our Bible verse of the day coming from 1 Corinthians 9.25. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. In this verse, Paul was talking about a prize that you could get if and only if you exercised temperance, which is another word for self-control. This particular prize was winning first place in a race. Think Olympics. This is a great verse until we get to the self-control part. When we hear self-control, we start to panic. Rarely do you hear someone bragging about how much self-control they have. Even though Olympiads exercise an inordinate amount of self-control daily, well, more like hourly, in order to win their prize, most of us struggle in this area. Our problem with self-control is our tendency to focus on the self part of self-control instead of the prize we obtain by exercising it. In Paul's day, the winner received a perishable crown, which was basically a wreath placed upon their head. Instead, Paul was competing for a different prize. He was going for a heavenly crown. To compete at this level, Paul and his fellow believers focused on the prize instead of the struggle. Even if we are smart enough to focus on the prize instead of our own struggles, the prize has to really be worth it. The more excited you are about your prize, the less power self and all of its struggles will have over you. Self-control is just a means to an end that becomes a habit. The end is the prize. As a former White House military social aide representing the Navy, I had the honor of assisting with event execution at Medal of Honor ceremonies, state dinners, and Christmas events. Many of these were decadent affairs. Yet the White House was the first place I remember noticing temperance in action. One late evening, I was surprised to see a Navy aide pass up various desserts after a state dinner made by the White House chefs. With less than 7% body fat, this aide could have afforded a truffle or 10, but he had his eyes on a different prize. He competed in half Ironman triathlons and was not interested in anything that might slow him down for his upcoming race. This aide was not competing in the Olympics, so I was even more in awe of the fact that he would actually pass up a dessert made by a White House chef. What prize could be worth that level of self-denial? I wondered this as I also wondered if there were any truffle flavors I had accidentally missed. As one of my diabetic clients taught me years later, sugar craves sugar. I have also come to learn since then that in some people, starchy carbs crave starchy carbs. Eventually, I learned this athlete's secret, the secret of all athletes, and the secret contained in, the, in Paul's verse. After almost 20 years of marriage to this other Navy White House social aide, you learn a thing or two. The secret to self-control has nothing to do with self-control. It has everything to do with the prize you are seeking. Are you in love with your prize or not? For athletes to have a chance at victory, they have to exercise an inordinate amount of self-control. They have to train when they don't feel like training and say no to foods when they don't feel like saying no. They have to do this every day and in some cases for hours a day. It's not that they are not tempted. They exercise self-control by choice because they love the prize more than the temptation that is right in front of them. Athletes remain on this journey even though they have no guarantee of winning. They continue to strive for their personal best, otherwise known as their PB. Striving is not an all or nothing 
nothing event. It is a balanced effort of eating properly, hydrating, exercising, and resting. When it comes to winning, there are traps we all need to avoid other than the obvious ones of unhealthy food and a lack of exercise. First, your PB is going to look a lot different than your neighbors. That doesn't matter. Just stay in your lane. Go for your PB or you will waste energy worrying about everyone else's and throw temperance along with your potential out the window. This is not called NB, your neighbor's best. This is called PB, your personal best. Too many people get caught up in the comparison trap and lose the race, along with other opportunities to win before they even enter. Instead, conserve your energy by keeping your eyes on your prize like a racehorse with blinders on. This reminds me of the parable of the talents. Don't turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may have good success wherever you go. Joshua 1, 7. Do you believe it is impossible for you to practice self-control when it comes to your diet? Self-control is all how you look at it. Everyone thinks they have to have more self-control in order to follow Jesus, when the opposite is true. We need Jesus in order to have self-control. This is a supernatural power you do not have without him. Self-control in all areas can sound overwhelming, but in reality, there is only one area where you need self-control, and that is in deciding how close you are willing to walk with Jesus. As soon as you realize he alone can fill your needs, you outgrow them. Therein lies your self-control. Paul kept his eyes on the prize of becoming more like Christ, not on his unending struggles. Hopefully, with each new day, we are heading in that same direction. Today's reflection, are you in love with your prize or not? Today's action. You don't have to be an athlete to practice temperance. This applies to movement as well as diet. Whether you are a couch potato or triathlete, move for 15 minutes after every meal or snack. This may be walking around your office as you take a call or check texts. It may be doing the dishes after dinner. Movement after meals and snacks helps your body store less fat. How about every time you check social media, you get up and walk around? Number two, if your reason to get healthier is not bigger than a donut or the couch, you will be fighting an uphill battle. Instead, ask the Lord to give you a reason why worth fighting for. Number three, ask the Lord what his dreams are for your life instead of telling him what you think they should be. Thank you for listening to Faith Versus Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program.